wig? Did you just say wig? Wig, okay. We're sitting alone in the VIP. 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 I don't know what I'm doing, Caitlin. We're not <laughs> sitting alone anymore. <laughs> um, hi, kids. Hi, um, everyone. I'm Artier. I'm C. Tepper. And this is Wig It Out. The I, can, can I say it? Can I say intro. It? Oh, okay. Can, can it. I say it? The no. award nominated podcast. <laughs> it's never going to be award winning, let's be honest, but award nominated. The Glam award nominated. award nominated. Yes. For the um, first year be... ever of the Glam Awards doing podcast nominations, we have been yes. nominated. Um, <laughs> thank you to two of our nine listeners that yes, supported us who, and gave us a nomination. really <laughs> are like the reason we even got a nomination. <laughs> um, I, I am very flattered by this nomination. I think we're in good company with some of the other um, nominees. Um, it's wild to think about that we. Well, like so. On let, here. Me talk, <laughs> let me talk about the Glam Awards because I'm shook okay. as fuck. I've yeah. been going to the Glam Awards since like 2016. I try to go pretty much every year. Like it's usually end of January, mid February. Like especially in the past few years, like I try to dress up and like go out. But, like, I'm so used to it, like, really being about, like, the performers or, like, DJs or club venues. Mm -hmm. So, like, first of all, this um, category never existed before. It's only because we're in 2020 Corona times that this even is happening. But, like, the idea that, like, my name is now always going to be nominated for Glam Award. When, like, I've seen so many of my friends, like, get nominated and get, and, like, win. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's just, like, in New York City, it's probably, like... the most prestigious like New York City nightlife event though Brooklyn nightlife also has really great awards as well we would like to be nominated for those too but as far um, as like Manhattan goes I think back, it's like I don't know what's the going most prestigious <laughs> <laughs> but so like yeah. this is a very very big deal especially to me because like Glam Awards it's been like a place that like it's just been a, always a great time for me like I just enjoy like nightlife being celebrated in general and i love seeing people go all out which is not probably going to really happen this year but it it was always it's always just been a fun part to just like dress up and go out so to be nominated i'm just like so shook i never thought this would ever happen so i'm like gagged (laughs) yeah i'm gooped um because i feel like manhattan doesn't know who i am and that's fine (laughs) they still don't know don't you know yeah nobody knows who we are and we're not even the nobody (laughs) like it's not even oh my god gag (laughs) um and so yeah it's cool to be recognized by the community uh yeah i am thanks for everyone who nominate we would really if you do want to vote for us if you so i don't we don't know how the voting process is going to work this year i do know the voting only goes till january 1st so by the time this episode comes out it'll be like three days but yeah we'll take it i believe it's only for new york city nightlife people usually have to be registered to vote they might change it this year because some every year they do some awards that are voted by the public they're voted by the public we're probably screwed but <laughs> that's fine with me. <laughs> if you are in nightlife or know anyone who is in nightlife and you do enjoy our podcast, I don't want you to vote for us just because we're asking you to. I want you to actually like our podcast. Yeah. Then we would really, really appreciate your vote. 
But yeah. just listening is enough support for me, to be honest. <laughs> I agree. Um, it's an honor. It's an honor to be nominated. But um, I'm like shook to be nominated. Nom- I can't even <laughs> talk anymore. That's how shook I am. Like I'm shook to be nominated. Um, That's how I approach this. <laughs> um, should we like promise something weird if we win? Like what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking on the spot right now. I mean. I don't even know how, like, I feel like they're going to let the winners know ahead of time, right? Because, like... I have no idea. I have no idea. (laughs) So this year, the awards are digital only. I bought my ticket, even though I might get a free entry. So I don't know why I bought my ticket already. Tickets are $10 general admission right now. They usually raise the price later on. So I just bought my Mm -hmm. ticket, not really thinking about it. Um, There's a lot. Tina Burner's hosting, who we talk about a lot more in this episode. And Mm -hmm. there's some great like performances and like lots of people who are getting honored and there's only five categories this year <laughs> amazing the show's gonna be over in like 10 minutes love it yeah <laughs> i'm so excited like it's funny because i usually like dress like that's like the one night of the year like i go all out usually um lemon chiffon who was a guest on our podcast like i steal one of her outfits and just wear it out and go crazy a giant floofy dress so this year I'll have to wear I can wear the same dress I wore last year because I still have it. Like I could just wear a giant fluffy dress in my apartment. Is there gonna be like a Zoom call? Like, do I need to get like all the I don't up, know. Or... I don't I doubt it. Like my feeling is I have no idea because I'm not Cherry Jubilee. Thank you, Cherry Jubilee, for even putting this on. But like mm-hmm. I have no idea how this is gonna work. Um my guess is everything's just pre-recorded. They're gonna just like show it. That's my guess. Right. I don't know how else they would do it. So um my one final incentive to win, okay, and this is more of a joke than anything, is that okay. Bob the Drag Queen is also nominated in our category. And if I, if we win this award, I can say that I beat Bob the Drag Queen at something. <laughs> and Monet Exchange. And Monet Exchange. Um, and I want <laughs> Two drag that race title. Winners. I want that title. Um, but again. Like it's like we said, it's an honor to be nominated. Um, well, it, it's also weird to me to be nominated against um, Bob and Monet when literally like a year ago I was going through their live podcast because they did it at three dollar bill, and I have a photo oh with them that I'm gonna use as our promo, and I'm gonna like throw more tear in there and be like, "This is our competition," because <laughs> oh I have God. a photo with both of them from their um, podcast. Have me stealing the crown because I will. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> um. But yeah, kids, that's so exciting. Yeah, um, so just... please vote for us if you want to. We, I don't, I don't know if we'll win. I'm not very hopeful, but <laughs> I'm shaking my head right now. No, um, but we'll see. <laughs> but you know, I'm just happy. What? Like literally, all I wanted was to be nominated, and I didn't think that would ever, ever, ever happen. So just to be nominated is truly a really big honor and um caitlin is one of the only um non cis male uh nominations um along with the cake boys from queens in brooklyn so um that's a big deal that's kind of cool um and so yeah um i'm excited to see what the glams have um this is my first time participating in them um sorry to have sad to say but um but yeah i'm excited I, um, this, and I'm happy. Itch- yeah, continue. Caitlin, I'm proud of you. Me? <laughs> yes, I'm proud of you. Because I think this is a bigger uh, bigger deal to you. 
Um, it is I, a bigger I, deal. Also, just there's always of the Glam Awards, just in general, there's always just been a lack of AFAB um, mm-hmm. representation. There's only been very few AFAB winners, like Vicky Deville, yeah. who's been a big champion of our show, um, won last year, and there's been other AFAB um, nightlife personalities who have been nominated one in the past as well but it's it's a very small group usually like if AFAB people do get nominated they usually don't win so mm. i don't expect to win but it's just nice to have that little bit of representation especially yeah. especially because glam awards really is in conference it's new york city nightlife but it's mainly like manhattan nightlife and that's just not really a big space for a lot of AFAB voices so yeah. any sort of representation is just it's it's an extra honor for sure yeah so um but yeah, kids. Yay. Yeah. Um, Caitlin, what are we doing today? We what, are what doing we our, our 2020 year in review. No guests, just us. Just <laughs> us. I do I do love an occasional just us episode. We need it. I, I think we have to have a nice balance. Because you need yeah. to talk more than five minutes every episode. <laughs> That's true. I do. Um, <laughs> and I feel like most of our listeners listen for you. So. <laughs> oh, gag. I'm just... <laughs> I think um, I'm just really shy, and then on mine, it just makes it worse, because I'm still looking at someone, and I'm just like, well, you're talking, I I have to make sure the levels and everything are Yeah, I know, correct. you're like editing while we're recording, basically. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, well, I guess, I mean, I can talk, but um, Caitlin's usually more informed on our guests than I am. Yeah. Um, and that just comes with the territory. Because um, most of the time, it's people you, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's like people you know. So it's just... Um, yeah. um, I need to work on that. I, I know I need to get better at it. That's okay. There's always I next mean, year. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> there's always a lot going on, like, behind the scenes. So you're, like, yeah. keeping the fort down, basically. Um, I think one episode I was working on, like a huge email project that i mean that turned yeah. into the article and the photo series uh, so i was like i need to get that done <laughs> yeah yeah no that's fine so yeah um, thanks for listening everyone thanks for listening this is our treat to you and by treat we mean we're just gonna bitch the whole time <laughs> yeah this is the giant caitlin martyr bitch fest. bitch fest bitch fest 2020 2020 um, um speaking of 2020 i just like a wrap up for how our year's been. Any updates on our personal lives? <laughs> share. Um, Basically, I think we're just both still unemployed. So here we yeah. go. Yeah, um, I'm not. I think they're talking about doing COVID relief extension today. Um, I'm not hopeful. Um, I'm, I'm not hopeful either. Yeah. Well, like unemployment runs out January first, so yeah, we're um, fucked. And they're supposed they're talking about doing checks again and then three hundred dollars, but no one agrees. It's a lot of political nonsense by the yeah. Republican Party, specifically yeah. Mitch McConnell. Um, specifically. Um, so yeah, I, it, it's a goddamn mess right now. But um, yeah, we'll see. Unemployment. It's weird. I have something every day this week. Mm-hmm. Um, despite being unemployed, like I'm doing. Don't stuff tell the government every, that. I know. <laughs> Well, no, I'm not, uh, like, none of them are, like, Not paid. nothing paid. Okay. Uh, I do have a paid, I have one paid gig, but, um. Don't tell the government um, that, girl. girl. It's, like, 
it's in an honorarium, so it doesn't count. And I don't have to put it well, on Well, as long as you're making under $500 or whatever. I, I don't know why I'm so busy every week, but I am. Because most good. of the days I feel like I'm just like watching Netflix until 7 a.m. <laughs> in the morning. and then I've been watching mm -hmm. HBO Max and catching up on all those shows. Oh, same. We have nothing else to do, so we need I to mean, do it's been, something. I mean, it's been a big year for drag queens in particular, but, like, queer culture, I think. Like, especially with the digital like stuff coming out. representation. Representation like and just more media coming. Yeah, I guess that's representation, but um, more media getting catered to us, which is good. I've been trying to keep up on, like, more so educating myself on, like, prior stuff I missed, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, watching. Like what? queer culture that like um i think earlier this year i watched a lot of like uh death becomes her and like oh oh you mean just like campy movies yeah campy movies or just like stuff that like a lot of queers kind of gravitate towards that i completely missed growing up or no i i always try to do that especially if things get referenced like a million times like i yeah. finally watched um but i'm a cheerleader things oh like oh my that. god sorry that's like required viewing for anybody <laughs> Well, I like I always heard about the movie, but I just never sat down and actually watched it. So I think it's it's such a um, one of the best like queer coming of age movies, if that makes sense, because it's such a parody of everything. Um, I think it's I like know... still pretty progressive even for today, which is interesting. Yeah, um, and I think it gets a little boring in the middle, but most movies do. But um, yeah, I really yeah, like it. I, I really enjoy that. it. Um, and it's free on YouTube. Like, literally, go watch it. <laughs> There's no excuse. I forgot where I watched it on. I don't um, know. It was on Netflix for the hottest, longest time. But no, oh, was it? Is. Maybe I watched it yeah. there. I don't um, But that's how we survived 2020, kids. We <laughs> yeah, a lot it's just of like TV us shows. watching things and playing Animal Crossing. I got back into Animal, Animal Crossing. Um, in I literally October. played. I literally started playing this morning um, to get the perfect snowman and shit. But oh, you know the hack, right? To get that. Um, kind of, not really, because no one. It's like everyone ten keeps... spaces, and then you have to have a path, and then it's. I do ten spaces, and guess what? It doesn't fucking work. <laughs> well, you have to like put it onto the path, I think, or something. I don't know. I'm. I I'm, did that. I, I, did I went that. back in time it's because I didn't do October, so I'm trying to just grow some pumpkins. <laughs> I'm gonna fight anybody that's like, oh, it's just ten spaces. No, it's fucking not, bitch. I did Maybe the uh, I did the ears to hair ratio. Um, so uh, people people that don't play Animal Crossing are like, what the fuck are they talking about? This is but, well, like our last like recap was all Animal Crossing. So that's yeah. <laughs> um, well, after talking about all that TV, Caitlin, um, I think we should get a uh, take a break and okay. then we'll get into the demon. The beast that is Drag Race. <laughs> we have a lot to say. <laughs> we have a lot to say. Okay, kids. Bye! Bye. Wig, okay. I know. Wig, I feel that already. Wig, okay. Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. I am ready for my wig to go fly. So yes, there was um, like a lot of content this year but obviously this is probably going to be mainly like a drag race talking about that whole shebang because oh, that's I like guess. what's really going on right now and by the time this comes out the first episode might have aired no, this, this is episode coming out like coming 
Probably the 27th. Oh, okay. So it'll be a couple days before the first episode airs. Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah, the 27th. Okay, perfect. So I just, I mainly wanted to talk about, like, um, the New York City local queens because we obviously have the most insight who are on the show. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, everything else, like, the big topics around um, the new season, season 13, which yeah. I called all of season 12, season 13. And I was you so sure wrong. did. <laughs> like, I was always just so confused. Now we're in season um, 13. Well, that's what I wanted to say with, like, uh, queer content being really big is, like, we got, what, five seasons of Drag Race this year, technically? Yeah. Um, four? Four or, fi- four or five, yeah. I don't uh, know. Four, because Holland... Five. Canada... See, uh, Celebrity Drag Race. That does not count. <laughs> it uh, counts. It's a separate show. That is not... No. <laughs> that was, like, a short-form series. I know. Um, it was just... Season 12, All-Stars, um... Canada, Holland. Canada, Holland. Okay. We got four this year. Um, but... And then, I think all the winners were, uh, people of color, which is a yeah, big deal. The, um, um, what is... They call it the Melanin Dynasty, I think. <laughs> I love that, it. actually. Um, yeah, I think that's but, what it's called. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been... 2020 has been a big year for... POC queer representation so I'm glad that's finally not finally but getting more recognition I guess yeah Um, it's it's due though I feel like Drag Race has always had a lot of um, POC winners which is good Mm -hmm. I I think they were kind of ahead of that which is one of the few things they're ahead of oh god alright so I just want to go straight into like season 13 the queens we know and then I'll talk a little bit about the other queens on the on this season. So New York this year basically has four queens on. I don't even know how many queens are like in total this year. Thirteen maybe. Thirteen. I mean, thirteen would make sense because it's season thirteen. What if they were just like secret fourteenth queen? I don't know. They're pro- I mean, I wouldn't be. I haven't heard any rumors like that, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> mm. Okay, so I let's start off from like our um. Our veterans from New York, Tina Burner. She's yeah. um she's our I call her a New York City drag legend that's currently been around. She's been around for mm-hmm. a very long time. She's been here performing, producing before I even got into the New York City scene. So she's been around for yeah. a hot minute. Um she had her show, um, I think it's called just shows at industry. That was always a really good show on Monday night. Mm-hmm. She featured a lot of good talent there. And then yeah. um, she had her um, competition show, Barracuda, on Thursdays. I, I don't know which one she, hers is called at Barracuda. That's the one I used to do Polish? every Thursday. No, it wasn't Polish. Um, oh, that's called... Stonewall, right? That's I get Stonewall. all confused. Um, yeah. I think it was, oh gosh, Star Search, which is apparently... Oh, Star Search. New York's longest running competition. Um, and it's uh, the hosts always change. I think Bob originally started hosting it. I don't remember. Or yeah, did host I it at one point. Yeah. Um, so I'm very, uh, Tina is very near and dear to my heart. I love her dearly. Mm-hmm. She was very kind to me. She's like extremely kind because I was like a weirdo in Chelsea doing bullshit. But, um, <laughs> and yeah, she was always encouraging and very kind to me. So um, I'm glad. She's finally on. There were rumors that she was on for the longest time. Oh, forever. Even a secret, uh, I think there was a secret ca- uh, canceled 
season 10 where she was I don't buy this rumor. (laughs) Everyone has told me this rumor, and I don't buy it. But where yeah, like sure. one of the girls got eliminated and then told the whole cast list and I heard like to go Scarlet on. Envy <laughs> like told everyone who's on and then they canceled the season. I'm like they wouldn't do that. Like why that would they waste a, production money on that? It was amazing. <laughs> um, but yes, so I'm fine. I'm finally glad to see that she's on. So yeah, she's um, been around forever. She's been working with World of Wonder for a hot minute, so I knew mm-hmm. she was gonna get on. A lot of the yeah. queens, I mean not a lot, but some of the queens have been working like with World of Wonder who are on this season. So if you see a local queen, quote unquote, like working with World of Wonder, they're probably going to end up on Drag Race at some point. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. She was also on the my favorite show, Shade, Queens of NYC. <laughs> but uh, I... I yeah. the, it Like... It has, it's like, everyone has a lot of opinions about that show, like, who, the, like, five people who watched. But I actually do recommend it because it, it, I mean, I don't think it's real, but it's, like, gives a little bit of an insight into New York City nightlife. And she was, um, like, one of the main people. All I remember with her on the show is that she and Chelsea Pierce are running around with Marty, um, Gold Cummings, in New York City, trying to put her clothing rack into, like, a, a container... One of those like container places. Um, I remember I was doing Star Search still when that was airing, and they would do back to back stuff. So people were there for like several hours. Um, oh, they were I, shooting. I no, they weren't shooting. Oh, they were, they were just, shooting. Um, mm-hmm. They were. Um, they were doing. They were doing like showings of the show. Oh, um, gotcha, gotcha. At Barracuda, because gotcha. I think it came out on, like the same day or something. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I. Um, and then I remember there's some drama with her and another person on the show. I don't remember. Uh, maybe her daughter. I don't know. Everyone on that show was. Oh, probably um, Paige Turner. Everyone's just. Oh, it was Paige Turner. Turner. It was Paige Turner. Yeah. Everyone, um, I don't really get why everyone was fighting with Paige Turner, but okay. Like, they didn't even really show that on the show. So I don't know what the fuck was going on. Um, yeah, I remember that was in fighting a lot. Um, people were talking about it on Facebook all the time and stuff. And then I think I had asked some queens, like, what was the whole point of it? But that was Tina Burner. Um, yeah, beloved. So, she's perfect for TV. I'm glad she's on. <laughs> I feel like it's a long time coming. Like, certain queens, I feel like, yes, they've put the time, they put the effort. Tina Burner's always had good costumes. Her number, mm-hmm. like, she's a comedy queen. Her numbers have always been very solid. So, you know, she's yeah. put in the work. She deserves to be on the show. Yeah. The next queen we have is another Brooklyn legend this time, Candy Muse. Sitting alone she, in the VIP. Yeah, well, the, the VIP. <laughs> Known for that. Um, Aja's her drag mom. She was part of House of Aja before they broke up, and then they turned it into the dollhouse with her daughter Janelle and um, Dahlia Sin, who's on season 12. And um, I mean, I've Candy Muse is one of the queens I've probably seen the most out of mm-hmm. everyone in New York City because she's just always at every event I'm at. Like, I've seen her perform and host for so long, for so many years. It's just, like, she's someone who I thought would have been on earlier seasons. Like, she's... once Aja got on, I thought she would be on right right away. I did not yeah, think same. Dahlia was going to get on before Candy. Because she's um, probably one of the most, like, recognizable local queens outside of, even outside of New York. Um. Yeah, I definitely think she's become, like, a meme queen. and that's why Oh, she's been a meme finally... queen. Yeah, I think that's what finally like pushed her onto the show, and especially since she's getting a lot of love on um, online right now. Um, I'm rooting for my hometown queen, so I hope Candy does well. Story time, one time, because I've 
I've worked and hung out with Candy a million times. Um, she needed um face wipes, and I thought she would only need a couple to take her makeup off. She took my brand new bag of face wipes, like makeup remover wipes, which you know, not cheap, and used the whole fucking thing. And I'm still cancel about her. It. Canceled yeah, her. she's canceled. She's canceled. That's the tea of season 13, our problematic queen. She used all my makeup wipes, but yeah. I forgive her because she's funny. Um, our next queen is Rosé. So the funny thing about Rosé is that I saw, she hasn't been doing drag for that long. And I saw her like win Lady Liberty and she had only been doing drag for two months. So Lady Liberty was at the Ace Hotel in the basement mm-hmm. and like, it was like you know an up up and coming talent show basically, but like she, she was she looked very different than like you know she was a very very baby fresh queen, like mm-hmm. in that sense. And then she kind of joined Stephanie's Child, which has Jan from season twelve in Laguna Blue, and like she just like blossomed into like um I think her drag mom's Keisha Carr. She like just kind of blossomed. And, like, she got her makeup right. She got the costumes right. She's She became, like, kind of a Manhattan staple. She did a lot of gigs. So she really had a huge glow up. She is a very funny comedy queen. I really enjoy her mixes because I think getting a good mix is hard, especially a funny mm-hmm. one. And I she's very good at that. Um, I am very surprised that she got on Drag Race before Laguna Blue because I feel like Laguna Blue is a I little agree. bit more t- <laughs> talked about. Um, but, uh, Rosé is an interesting choice. I think I've only seen her once. Okay. Um, but yeah, it is interesting that, um, right after Jan that R- Laguna wasn't on, but I, think I feel Rose like they're saving this. Laguna for next year, basically. Mm. Stephanie's child represent. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're a pretty good singing group. Like I, I enjoy them. They're very, they are a huge Manhattan staple. They've been around for a cute minute. Like they, re- they really work hard. I feel like they're they yeah. really push themselves everywhere, which I appreciate. So I mean, I, from the t- tiny clips I've seen of like the trailers and stuff, she looked good. So that's good. Yeah. Um. So our last quote unquote New York queen is Olivia Lux, but she's I believe she's actually from New Jersey. <laughs> she is. Yes, she is. Um. She. She's very polished. She so the big um I guess like local Jersey competition is Miss Paradise and she won that I think twenty nineteen, maybe? Around then. Last few years. Um and she was like a constant at Look Queen at Monster Bar back when it was happening. And I think she actually did the um the new venue, which I blanking on where it is. <laughs> Across the street from Monker. Yeah, um Monster. Yeah, uh Playhouse, Playhouse. Oh, Playhouse. Yeah. Which so I, don't think I know exists she, anymore. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that, but um, I've only heard really, really good things about her. Like she's like considered super polished, like really, really good, like at drag. I don't. I've never seen her perform. I really don't know her that well, but I've only heard really, really good things about her. So hopefully, you know, she does well in the show. Yeah. Um, I don't really I like have much look. to say about her. Yeah, I like, she's very I like her look. Um, I was going to represent or support a New York queen. Um, yeah, exactly. So I'm excited. We're here for it. All right. So that's all the New York City queens. And then I'm just going to, we're just going to talk about like the other people competing, just like quick bites. Um, yeah. the, like the big news, of course, is um, Got Mick, which um, Got Mick, what is Got Mick's 
actual drag name? Is it Got Mick? Mick? I think it's, Mick? it's either Got Mick or Mick. Because I've always just called him Got Mick because of the. Oh, it is Got Mick. Yeah. That makes I guess because that's the name yeah. on um Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So Got Mick is the first trans mask contestant who is doing um feminine drag on the show. Um. I know that Got Mick. I've had like personal intel that got for years that Got Mick was like on the shortlist to get on the show. So I don't mm. know why they chose season thirteen. Good mm. for them. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited to see the first trans mask contestant on the show. I think yeah. that's really cool. Um, I'm worried. I'm always worried about this when it's always the first kind of thing that they're. Yeah. It's gonna be either the first and last, or they're gonna make like a statement piece about it be basically how they treated gia gun coming back on all stars basically mm-hmm. like a, a talking point and then once yeah. they got it kick them out kind of thing i hope um, that doesn't happen but i have a very sh- i mean i i know i'm trying to really avoid spoilers because i just hate spoilers it ruins the show for me but um i really hope that doesn't happen but knowing mm. drag race and their like history it's definitely probably gonna happen yeah <laughs> um but mix been around for couple years now i think they did a paint me bitch with willem so like i remember girls know them he did um james st james a couple times Mm. i believe gotcha like yeah i think is someone who worked yeah mick is someone who worked with um world of wonder a lot so Mm. i'm not surprised that that's the first trans mask contestant like at all not surprised well, I'm I'm glad we have that representation. I hope yeah. it is a sign for more. <laughs> well, my only issue, I have no issue with trans mask representation. My only issue is um why can't they also put um trans femme co- competitors on the regular seasons? Like I agree. there's they're still avoiding that and yeah. there's a there's a big demand for it at least, you know, the local queen level and I think they should do both. Why can't they do both? Why can't you let yeah. more people on who want to compete? Yeah. So I feel like they're trying. They might be trying to use this as a band aid for the show because Brew has a history mm-hmm. of like, um, trans you know. rights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> no, Brew has like a bad history with like the trans community as far as putting representation on the show. So yeah. I hope this rumor- is a gateway. What? There's a rumor going around that Michelle wanted to quit if there wasn't more trans contestants on the show, which I don't I know hope how true that true. is. I hope that's um, true. I, I don't believe it, but I hope it's true. <laughs> yeah. But. So good luck, got Mick. All right. So just the other. So I still haven't watched the Meet the Queens. I didn't realize it's like they, they compiled it to one video so I can actually watch it. So I'll probably watch it before the um, season because I didn't watch the Meet the Queens at I don't think before season 12 until after the first episode or something. So I was a little confused on everybody, mm. but um, I just know like certain facts about the other people competing. So this season has the first mother and daughter um, competing together, like drag mother and daughter. And that's mm. Lala Ree and Tamisha Aman, which is like very interesting to me. I'm really excited for that. I know they're going to force them to lip sync against each other. Oh yeah. Given. But, I mean, I don't really, I know, I believe they're both from Atlanta. I don't really, I still haven't watched the Meet the Queen, so I don't really know their personalities yet. But I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. excited for that fact. Um, 
uh, Chicago's Kimura Hall is on. She's Soju's mom. I I know she's like pretty well known in Chicago. So that was the one name um, when the cast was announced. That was the one name that like stuck out to me Mm -hmm. um, because I've heard it before in the Chicago scene. But I don't really. She's pretty big in Chicago. But I yeah, I don't really know her personally. There's just so many Chicago queens. I just know she's Mm -hmm. Soju's mom, and um, Mm -hmm. I believe she's like friends with like you know. I don't know if she is friends, but I'm assuming like with the Shays and the Trixies because she's been mm-hmm. around for a hot minute. I yeah. don't know if she is friends with them, but I feel like she's part of that like that generation. Um, uh, Simone is on. She's Gigi Good's drag sister. She's part of House of Avalon. Um, I I only had heard of her because of Gigi Good because she's on a lot. of They work together a lot, and mm-hmm. I follow Gigi on Instagram. House of Avalon is really interesting to me because when I lived in LA, they I guess they're basically like party promoters, and they're they're like they they used to be just all cis white gays I believe in the collective, and then they expanded to drag queens and like Gigi Good's part of it, and so now there's like a like it's like gotten really big, which I was surprised about. Um, for me, just based off of the promo looks. Utica is like the most interesting queen to me, just based on looks. Oh, I and thought a- Simone had the best look, but that's just oh, really? well. <laughs> well, Gigi Good actually did the hair for Simone, so I really like the hair. So <laughs> yeah, she, uh, Gigi did a good job. Um, for me, Utica had the best look. Um, apparently, she was rumored to be on Dragula for years and years and years. So mm. I don't know if she ever wanted to do Dragula. <laughs> I think the Dragula like wish list is usually the just alternative queens in the scene yeah so that makes sense to me <laughs> i don't know if she like if that was her actual goal obviously she wanted to get on drag race because she's on drag race but that was yeah. interesting um and so this season seems to be focusing a lot on lip syncs apparently mm-hmm. the trailer says that like there's six lip syncs the first episode or something like both like all lip syncs for your life i don't know I've heard lots of weird things about, like, what happens. But apparently lip syncs are, like, a big draw this season. So hopefully yeah. everyone's really good at lip syncing. I think lip syncing is, like, I think it's, even though it's not really fair how they edit, but I feel like it's a more fair way than, like, when they do acting challenges, which they personally, mm-hmm. like, um, they do a million acting challenges, like, every season because they can edit it literally however the hell they want. And it has nothing yeah. to do with, like, actual performance. So lip-syncing, even, like, if they edit it to make someone look bad, they can only do so much. So that'll be interesting. So outside of U.S. Drag Race, it was announced that U.K. Drag Race is coming in January. Literally which two is days crazy. ago. Was it yesterday? Was it yesterday that was announced? No, it was, like, a couple days ago because today they just announced the cast. From I think it was yesterday. I think that was yesterday. I think they announced it yesterday and they announced the cast today. I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) So season two was super freaking delayed because of COVID. I don't even know. I think they finished filming in October. I believe they had to stop filming in April. And I think they Mm -hmm. finished filming in October. I'm really shocked they were able to just like bang it out. I feel like they were probably pretty far along. There was some drama about... I think from the season one contestants because they were mad that like the girls could leave and like yeah. they knew who their competition was and stuff yeah. and then they can come but, back with new stuff. I don't you know. know. It's it's we'll twenty twenty. It. Yeah, it's twenty twenty. Like, what are you supposed to do if production shuts down? You know? Yeah. Um, it's not it's not their fault. 
Um, as we're recording, the cast list was literally just announced this morning. Um, yeah, so I'm not familiar with anybody. I looked at the names. I don't know anyone, like, off the top of my head. But I'm yeah. interested to, like, look into people. Because I love, I love international drag. Like, that has a very yeah. special place in my heart. So I'm really excited to. And UK, UK and Canada are, like, I, I like, I kind of prefer them over the U.S. seasons lately. So I'm, I'm excited um, for a season two. Uh, my only props were that, um, the cast photo is the pride flag, but also including the trans colors and, um, the added black and brown stripe on the pride flag. So that was kind of cool. That was good to oh, see. Oh, that's good. Well, I feel uh, like the Drag Race, um, franchises outside of the U.S. are way more inclusive than the U.S. ones. Mm. Um, so it's nice to see. My only gripe with it, um, and I think that's everybody's gripe right now, is that um, we're having two major seasons back to back. Not even back to back; they're happening. Is that the same time? Same so, time. <laughs> um, so I'm, I I know I'm already exhausted. I, I, I took a break <laughs> from season twelve. I watched All Stars five in Canada, but I skipped Holland, and I, I know I'm burnt out right now. So. Um, I probably am, it's looking like I'm going to skip this season as well, both of them, um, maybe catch up once they're over, but, um, um, yeah, I personally, I'm just kind of burnt out, but it's not, I think last year was more out of spite. I didn't want to support the show because I felt, um, grossed out by the contestants of the show and then also Rue, but this year I, I think I'm pretty happy with the contestants, um. Yeah, I don't, there's nobody, like, like, problematic. (laughs) We still don't know the, um, Michael Musto, um, who the fuck. So Michael Musto did a gossip column about someone who got cast, and they found some video of, um, I don't know. I don't know, something problematic, and then they they sent them back. They did this, so this queen, um, it was a New York queen, apparently. Um, Apparently. And they did a show where they like went on. They took someone's phone that was on Grinder and then showed everybody the news that were exchanged on Grinder. Which is that really is all the, that was? Well, allegedly, that is, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> that is what happened. But um, I I do think that is problematic and that's very gross. But I know I can name a handful of queens that still do I'm that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's um, just like par- on par with a regular drag show. One of them's on the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know you thought it was one of the uh, contestants. I think a lot of people did. Um, I don't. I still don't know if that rumor is true because I feel like there's no way you could hide that from New York City. Like everyone knows everything. Everyone yeah. talks about everybody. Like. Um, people had their guesses, and I think that guess was correct, but um, I don't know. It's I like... heard the guess is incorrect, so I don't know. I don't even know if this even happened, so who the hell it's, knows? That's bizarre. Um, and on that note, I think we should take a break. Yeah, we're def- uh, we definitely need a break. <laughs> um, but we'll be right back, kids, and we're going to talk about local drama stuff, local drama, yeah. local queen stuff. Um, and drama. And, kind of, and drama. We um, have lots of rants. And, <laughs> yes, we do. Um, end of the year kind of stuff. And then um, talking about what we want next year. So we'll be right back. <gasps> well, bye. Bye. Wig, okay.
And we're back. We're back. Um, I just went to the kitchen to get a, a drink, and I saw the first few snowflakes of the winter storm. Oh, you storm did? Oh, shit. I did. I'm so, <laughs> so excited. It's a couple of... <laughs> I, I guess it's like a week or and a half before this episode airs, and there's supposed to be a giant snowstorm in mm. New York. So I'm not worried about being in Manhattan, but I am worried about my cats at Staten Island. So I hope they're. Okay. Um, does this count as like a blizzard? Um, no? I don't know if it's enough to be a blizzard, but it's definitely like okay. a major storm. Because I a don't. Blizzard would since, be a lot. Since living in New York, I haven't had like a blizzard or like. So a major like back thing. in the day before global warming, like New York would. <laughs> Once a year, at least, have it would have a lot of snow, and then it, like once a year, have like a major blizzard. Like every year, mm-hmm. you can count on it. And global warming kind of you know took that away from us. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since living here, I've had a thunder snow, and that was about it. Yeah, there was like this snow cyclone, but it doesn't last very long here because mm-hmm. of global warming. But it used to be like normal. That's how you know yeah. we're all fucked. <laughs> yep. Um. Okay, Caitlin. Okay. <laughs> We're is talking. it our time for our grievances? It's time for our grievances of 2020. 2020. Um, well, especially with the two major... I guess they're both kind of lists. <laughs> in a um, way. <laughs> in a way. Um, we There's been some, some controversy and infighting within the New York community about inclusivity inclusion, arbitrary ranking, all that jazz. Um, We kind of touched upon it last year with my giant rant um, Mm -hmm. about a list (laughs) that (laughs) we shall not be naming. (laughs) A big list. It's a big list. A big list. That's online. Um, (laughs) Yes. Um, I think I still have issues with that particular list. The... um, with some abusers getting recognized. Um, and I think sometimes the list comes off as favoritism. And I, I can also see that for um, glam nominations too. Um, but I think these are both kind of pillars of the community in the sense that like they can build community in a way um, where we can help support each other and be like, um, just saying, like, celebrating each other during this really rough year. Um, and I think there's alternatives to the list, such as, like, um, listing favorite moments over mm-hmm. listing people. Or not um, using numbers. Or not using numbers. I think yeah. a listicle doesn't need numbers. It can have bullet points. <laughs> That's right. I've done many a bullet point in my life <laughs> for mm-hmm. college. <laughs> um, so I just think... We just need to change our systems a little better to make it less like a toxic thing to fear, basically, when yeah. the time comes every year. What do you think? I mean, I definitely... Inclusivity is important. Lifting each other up is important. It is hard on the list when you see names you don't know and you're like, why are they there? I know a lot mm. of people are looking at us at the Glamours are like, why are they there? But, you know, honestly, I don't even know. I I mean, we can't really answer that question either. But (laughs) but the thing is, you know, this everyone's part of the community, right? Community is not just Mm -hmm. one person. It's not just a couple people. It's not just like the main talking heads. It's everybody. That's what a community is. So even if you haven't 
heard about certain people before. It's your job as a member of the community, if, especially if you have a problem with like who's on lists and things, to educate yourself. Learn about who these people are. Google takes two That's seconds. Fair. I, I research fair. everyone on Instagram all day long, Facebook all day long. If I don't know who someone is, I look up their Instagram. If I can't find them on Instagram, then I'm like, why do they have a terrible Instagram name? So, like, <laughs> there's no excuse <laughs> at this point, especially, like, I my issue is just, like, bringing people down who, first of all, had nothing to do with lists or rankings or, like, they're, they're not the ones in control. They're just on the freaking list. Like, mm-hmm. why is that? Like, why are you bringing them down for being noticed? That's very confusing to me. Um, I never, um, like, when I'm critical of the list I'm um, and I adjust people in this particular, it's because they've significantly harmed the community that I think they sh- that they shouldn't be, like, included. Oh, um, yeah, 100%. So, um, but I'm talking just about like random. Yeah, the there's a lot of petty will, bullshit that people see. So. It's just interesting. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know, it's funny to like see because, you know, I've been around for in New York City nightlife for five years now, like mm-hmm. s- super involved. And it's just funny to see like, you know, things that I've always seen from the sidelines that somehow finally get dragged into. It's interesting, especially because I'm older than a lot of like the people who like would start these types of fights. And it just, mm. it's funny to like, I feel like so old. I'm like, I'm back in middle school. Woo. How are we always shit stirrers? <laughs> why are we always a point it's, of it's, controversy? I don't know why. And like, I don't think we're interesting enough to be even like, I agree. Thought of. I, I'm, I just say opinions, <laughs> and there's always some negative Nancy that's just like. I don't even do drag. Like I don't. Yeah. Do it. Like I'm not even trying to get your gig. I don't even have any gigs. Because <laughs> I remember, um, I when we posted our video or not our video our episode last year, we went viral on the subreddit of like RuPaul drama, yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race drama. And, like, it was kind of surreal because I'm just like, how, A, how did these people find us? Yeah, no, I, I still don't know. <laughs> um, and a lot of the comments were like, who are these people? And I'm like, it, I feel like we weren't big enough of a deal to be, like, to be attacked in that way. So it was kind of, I don't know, it was kind of weird. Um, and it was, I was more in, in, interested in what we were saying, less of, like, who we were as yeah, people, who we are. basically, yeah. like um i don't know it was weird we're we're still not anybody (laughs) like i swear um every time i post about drag race on twitter i get someone being like salty towards me and they're like oh why are you pressed i'm like you're the one that's pressed that's commenting on my page (laughs) (laughs) well the funny thing is like all these people with like opinions on facebook because i don't really i mean i think a lot of us are kind of past the facebook point like yeah i'm just like i see like these people have like 50 likes 80 likes 120 likes and like 50 comments and like i look at my post i have like no likes no comments maybe one like here or there i'm like like this is what you're using your platform for like we don't even have a platform and we're still like (laughs) using our platform to like try to lift other people up why don't you use yours for the better good of mankind it's I think a lot of these are in good intentions, um, but dragging people down is never a good look. Um, I've been dissatisfied with a lot of um, uh, things that have been on list, like I said. But um, I, I think it gets to a point of like toxicity where I'm just like, we need to chill. 
I, we shouldn't be attacking each other, basically. Yeah. We should be. Honestly, like, if, you, if you're mad about, like, podcasts or whatever, create your own podcast. If you're mad about lists, write your own list. Like, that's just, New York City is always about innovation mm-hmm. and creating the next best thing and not doing what anyone else is doing. And if, you, if you're really passionate about something, you put it towards something that will make a difference in a positive way. That's how I, I always think looked we- at life. I don't know. Yeah. I think we <laughs> Maybe well, like we kind of started this podcast because we were interested in stories that weren't being like told basically. Yeah. Like cuz like I think I said this on a previous podcast like um I love asking my like what is the craziest story you've had in nightlife cuz those are stories that like no one will record or remember but like there's something that like sticks in that person's head like for however long basically. Like it's an important moment basically. And also, their like, time as a drag queen or yeah, performer. Agreed. Also, like our podcast, mainly we mainly have guests, so it's not really even about us that much. We are like I talk about this later as well, but like our goal is just to lift others up and like have them share their stories from their own perspective. Yeah. That's it. That's all we want to do. You can I'm gonna like give it, some behind the scenes it. tea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm gonna give some oh, behind what? the scenes tea. Um, of our podcast, because um, oh, w- recently we had a guest um, who was able to record their own audio. Um, usually we just use the kind of the Zoom audio um, when we can as like a backup. Um, and they they saw the edit of their episode because I shared with them. and I was like, oh, this is how much I'm working on it. And there's a lot of splices and cuts and stuff. And it was just basically a time management thing. Yeah. And they were concerned that I was like, manipulating their sentences to make them sound evil and i was like why would i do that why would i do that i don't even know the story (laughs) um why would i do that because like um this podcast is not for us to cause drama it's literally to just help you and tell your story okay so yeah exactly like i've been i've worked on things where it's not like that (laughs) like yeah so like I mean, I we never want to give someone a bad edit. Like, if you're a guest yeah. on our show, that's, like, the ultimate honor for us, for someone to be the guest on our show. Like, we want yeah. to tell your story how you want the world to see your story. That's it. We're always, like, within your best interest. Yeah. Basically, when we have guests on. And we've had guests say that they had a lovely time and stuff. So, yeah. Um, we tr- yeah. That's our accountability, basically. It's like, I might edit your podcast, but I'm not splicing an audio to make you sound like a horrible Literally, person. Literally, <laughs> all your edits are just taking out of my a rants. Like, that's about it. <laughs> I was usually, yeah, I'm usually, like, cleaning up Caitlin more than anyone. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, the only person who's getting edited is me, and I'm not mad about it. So, everyone can chill. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I, that wasn't a call out for that person either. I, 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 I have no idea concern. who this person is, but. Okay. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you off the mic, but, um, yeah, um, no, I love this person dearly, so, um, yeah, it was just, it was just a funny, I was, they were like, I was so concerned, you're trying to make me sound awful, I was like, why would I do that, I want no, you to we would eventually come back on, that. like, why yeah. would I do that? <laughs> yeah, we love our guests, we love our listeners, Yeah. thanks for listening, um, our five people who listen. Um, and, yes, thank you for listening, kids. Um, what are um, your rants? I don't even know what your rants are. Oh, my rants. My yeah. rants for 2020. Um, there's so much. I think... <laughs> um, I don't even know where to start. Because, um, <laughs> I don't know, this year has been such a com- uh, mess of uh, different things happening all at once. So, um, I want to say, like, 
on the digital space, I'm, I'm getting tired of most things in the digital space, like um, mostly like I'm talking about social media platforms and stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of the queer people or queer community is getting disenfranchised by these uh, oh, companies yeah. and these platforms. Um, like I have to tell these people constantly, like com- companies are not your friend. They never will be. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so, never. Um, and because Instagram has started to um, really crack down on like sex positivity and sex workers, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Um, and harsher censorship. Um, and that's affecting a lot of our communities. And I think it's gross. But also there's not really an alternative at the moment for. Yeah, that's the issue. For, for purely um, photo based media. Um, so I, I, especially in the rise of like digital drag, I'm like, where can this go? Basically, I feel like mm-hmm. we're coming to the, the limit of digital drag, yeah. but to the sense of like the platforms just don't want us basically. So, um, I'm, I'm a little worried around. about it. Yeah, I guess. Um, I've, I, I'm a little worried about where things are going to go in terms of that. And I mean, that affects me too. I mean, I'm not making sexually explicit content a lot but i do like i'll get like copyright id for 30 seconds of a song which is made in fair use and stuff um yeah so it's a little frustrating to like create and oh, get I things out to to people when i people can't there's so many it, like roadblocks <laughs> yeah um and and i think that's also an issue with the the i mean the list kind of thing it's just like people there uh it's hard to get social clout nowadays because our content's getting demonetized or blocked and so people can't see it and shit so uh, that's my biggest complaint this year is like social media has failed all of us (laughs) i agree but um i was gonna say i think a lot of people think i'm very anti-drag race um and to an extent i am (laughs) i was like i think you are (laughs) um but um, I saw a good point by um, DJ Ten Yards, um, who has made clothes for Drag Race, um, has helped uh, sew stuff together, and um, and works with some of the queens that have been on and stuff, all that jazz. Um, and they mentioned, I think that this tweet came out like today, um, that like Drag Race has kind of made like an ecosystem that shows like a lot of queer talent all at once. So mm-hmm. we're getting queens, we're getting designers, yeah. we're getting costumers, we're getting makeup artists, like all that yeah. jazz are all, all mm-hmm. in one place. And I think um, also in primetime television is like... Yeah, now it is. Amazing. Um, I think it's becoming, as like a personal critique, I think it's becoming more of a, um, a straight audience interpretation of like what they want to see. Mm-hmm. Basically, they want to see the best of the best, yeah. which... Um, I mean, that's not for every like everyone, basically. And at that point, once that becomes the main audience, um, once they get bored of us, what happens, basically? Because mm. um, Drag Race is only going to peak. At, I, I feel like the peak has happened, but I feel like... I don't um, think so, because it, on a global scale, I don't think that's it has fair. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm worried... I think in local communities, yes, pop. but on a global yeah. scale, no. I think the bubble's gonna pop sooner than later. Um, and the ratings again, I guess, for Drag Race are still very, very high. Mm, um, 
but at that point, where do we go from there? I'm always thinking ahead, like, where is the yeah. future going to go for these kind of platforms? I mean, did anyone kind of... prepare for a pandemic this year? You could only point so much. That's <laughs> true. Um, <laughs> but I know what you're saying. So, um, I just think a lot of... Um, I guess, yeah, I guess that's a good, like, point of the year is, like, a lot of things have changed and there, a lot of things are out of control, but, like, how do we necessarily plan for the future when we can't even look forward to 10 days from now? Yeah, um, it's so true. Like, you don't even, you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring at any point. I yeah. think that's what 2020 has taught us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my last rant, which is more, more of a taste rant um, okay. about digital drag. Is that okay. I've seen, I still see queens doing digital drag where they are performing club numbers. And I think they're not using the platform or the technology in a correct way. Mm. That um, I think that limits yourself and storytelling. And um, so it's a lot of people, and again, you don't have to be a perfect filmmaker. I'm not telling you to get like a higher big budget and shit. But um, I see a lot of people that just like film in one screen. Oh yeah, and and they just do a parking bark, and it's just like, come on, girlies. I know you can do better. I know you can do better. Yeah, but these you bedroom queens of... are doing it for years. <laughs> you can yeah, do better. Yeah, but you have like kind of an unfair advantage because you're a visual artist, so you can think visually. But if I've learned anything from drag, a lot of drag artists aren't that at all. Like I gravitate more mm. towards visual artists, but a lot of drag queens like they just want to do a club number, get their coin, and get mm. out. You know, so. Like, I feel like digital drag isn't meant for them. Um, I just think that's a disservice to them. I'm not even saying... Oh, like, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I want you to shine the best way you can possibly can. And just by adding, like, a second camera angle will do wonders to you. Because <laughs> 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 um, I've just been seeing a lot of people just doing parking barks. And I'm like, no, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like... Um, Numbers where I, I assume they would, like, just walk around, kind of, to get tips. And I'm like, you do so much more with this. So, yeah. that's my main that's my main rant. I, I, I definitely rant. try to think outside the box. Um, maybe watch a YouTube tutorial or two, just learning basic camera angles. You need it uh, anyway, because everything's going digital no matter what. Even before the pandemic, it was like that. So, yeah. if you, if you want to, um, like, be competitive in this scene and, like, stand out, you have to just know basic things. Yeah, I agree. Um, but but if you my... just want to do your club number, just do your club number. Like, I'll just think harshly of you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely judge you, but you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we to like? You know. Who are we to judge? We're we, yeah. us little nobodies. We're literally nobodies. We're not even on a list. Okay. <laughs> ah. Um. But yeah, that's our little end of the year type bullshit. Um, uh caitlin what do you want from next year going forward well it's kind of hard to tell because we don't know when people are getting the vaccine personal Mm -hmm. note my grandma is getting the vaccine next week i was like shook when she told me shook oh wow because she's in florida so i'm like oh wow florida for one time this one time got their shit together (laughs) and i'm like so shook about that so Maybe more people will get vaccinated. Maybe we can go back to some sort of semblance of normal. I know they current right now in New York, um, the clubs have shut down again. Like all the mm-hmm. indoor eating and all that have shut down. Outdoor is still yep. happening. 
um, for drag. So we'll see if that reopens. It should. Right now, the cases are actually going up a lot, like the COVID cases in general. So it's it's a little bit scary yeah. again. But if like we get vaccinated and we actually get out of this, I would love to just like the nice I the nice thing is like I don't even know where I'm going with this. Like it's nice to just have a normal drag show again. Just yeah. something normal. Because I, I went to a couple of the indoor drag things, you know, all socially distant, like all, every precaution taken. And it just felt so nice to, like, be back with the community and just, like, watch a freaking number, not on a computer screen. Um, That's all I, miss, I want. <laughs> I miss having a cocktail at the Rosemont on a uh, slow night. So I do, now that I live next to it, um, I, I do <laughs> miss going there every once in a while. But um, yeah, I I I don't necessarily have a craving to see a drag show in person, but I do miss seeing people um, and being around other like the community, like you said. Um, but I can what see that happening. But I can see that happening by the end of next year. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I Maybe probably in the, my guess is the springtime because like anyone who's like young is like the. The vaccine, you're very, very low on the list. So I feel like springtime yeah. is probably when we'll get yeah. vaccinated. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. I hope the world gets situated a little more. <laughs> um, it's been a hell of a year. I oh, hope yeah. I get a job. I hope I get income Me too. next year. <laughs> Same. That'd be nice. <laughs> um, and in terms of the podcast, I think um, I want to keep interviewing people. Um, We've had two international guests this year. That's pretty cool. Yay! That's pretty crazy. Um, and I think that's a sign for the future that we'll have more international guests. Um, yeah. And even, like, more just um, national guests. Like, from America's yeah. a giant freaking place. And I know a lot of people from all over America. And I would love to have them on. If I, if anyone's listening who I've ever interviewed in the past, please contact me. Because I would love to have you on the show. Anyone who I've, like, interviewed for the book or work.com anything like that i would love to get you on the show and people who have reached out to me to ask to be on the podcast uh please reach out to caitlin because i don't do booking <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that was a whole thing on twitter um, <laughs> if you like my bare minimum is that you've been doing drag for two years or like you're a nightlife personality who's been around mm -hmm. for a couple years that's my bare minimum um but I like people who have a specific point of view, different point of view. People have interesting stories to tell. Because at the end of the day, this podcast is just one giant storytelling yeah. session. So um, that's I think what I would I'm like interested more, in. Um, trans stories. I don't know. Oh, absolutely! I really want to get more on. of those as well. Well, um, um, and then also always I want a more diverse interview pool as well. And oh, I yeah. think we've been pretty. Pretty I I like I, I I'm always trying to do my best with that, but at the end of the day, I think we've, I think we we've can been pretty proactive so with that. Yeah, um, but I try to always we, be conscious always, about that. Yeah, there's always room to improve. Um, so I think. Well, I think the thing is about this. the podcast is well, I mean, as long as we want to do the show, we'll never run out of guests. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, always. Uh, like I think I said this last next uh, last year, but um. I would like to get paid for the 
We'll see. One day. One day. day. (laughs) I constantly get emails about we could possibly get paid for this. I mean, maybe 2021, like, if things settle down, I think we should start a Patreon. I don't know if anyone will actually pay, but I think that, I feel like that's, like, a nice, like, safe thing to do. If we could get. Without alienating people. If we get, like, $15 a month. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. That would pay for the Zoom calls. (laughs) I know, like, we're just, like, you know, we don't need much. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, um, obviously this comes from our own, like, any, like, expenses come from our, our own unemployment checks, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I think right now we only pay for the Zoom, which I think is, like, $15 a month, and then um, we our have to hosting. do a yearly uh, SoundCloud hosting, which next year I'm more worried about. But <laughs> I mean, I can always cover it if we have to. Hopefully I'll have um, employment, but uh, that's not so good, yeah. though. Yeah, we got a little time for that. Um, yeah. And then, for me personally, I I just want to make more content. And um, I feel like you've been doing pretty well in quarantine, like making content. Yeah, I've definitely like improved. I was very proud of my progress. Um, I posted a picture on my Twitter of like I basically did the same kind of concept for one photo, um, where I did my three main people right next to each other. Um, but you could see like the complete difference between like January to like. Uh, November it was like a complete like one oh, yeah like, everything improved <laughs> though I um, liked your January stuff too so I don't know maybe I'm just um, a fan I'm the one I'm, fan everything's getting better so I think that's the one skill in quarantine I've really improved um and I think maybe starting in the new year I might start some YouTube content we'll see I hope so it's been a long time I've, coming I've had an idea well Caitlin gave me the idea on a <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's a really good one, um, and I kind of want to try that out. So we'll see how that. I think goes. it could be very, very interesting. <laughs> um, I, it's something I, I would tune in for. I I, I honestly started uh, maybe considering it for like TikTok. Um, yeah, so, TikTok is perfect for that. Yeah, um, you'd be it'd be great if like Snapchat was like normal, like a normal platform, mm-hmm. like Instagram, like because it, it's meant for Snapchat for sure. Yeah, because. Um, We'll see. We'll see. When we'll see. We'll see <laughs> if you do it. <laughs> um, and then next year's our two-year anniversary. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Um, if we recorded like we usually did, uh, like, last year, we would have been at, like, 50? past 50 no. episodes. Yeah, oh, my we, God. I know. Um, and we just were, unfortunately cut by covid (laughs) well it was just like it was such a chaotic insane time that yeah Um, it it was life or death literally like (laughs) for some of us so you know Um, you know it's 2020 (laughs) so this will be episode 34 so that's still a lot of freaking episodes it's a lot of a lot of hours um and most podcasts don't last this long i'll tell you that much especially in new york or by especially <laughs> yeah all that <laughs> um um maybe by the 100th episode we'll have more of an idea of what we're doing but we still don't we still have technology <laughs> but um uh, yeah that i think that would, that kind of wraps it up yeah we wrapped it up everyone i think we're we good on time I think we are as well. We talked a lot. <laughs> talked a lot. But, you know, that's that's the point of the wrap-up. 
talk about everything. Yeah. Um, but if you're listening to this, we appreciate you. We love yeah, you. Yeah, you're our favorite people on the whole planet. Like, All if you listen to, you. <laughs> if you have listened to an entire episode of us like talking, like. God bless. You deserve the all you. only good things. Only good things. Yeah. <laughs> I will do a free tarot reading for you if you want. Oh my god. Oh, you need to do that for me. I'll, I'll oh, I could do this right call. after the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yep. Um, I I guess we're signing off, kids. All right. Um, I'm Martyr. I'm C Tepper. And this was Wigging Out. Woo! And don't forget to vote for us in the Glammy. Yes, if you can vote for people on the Glam Awards, if you're involved with New York City Nightlife or know someone who is, please tell them to vote for us. That'd be nice. <laughs> and we'll see you in 2020. But, oh, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Keep and we'll see you. In, and we'll see you in 2021. Woo! Bye, kids! <laughs> 2020 Bye. goodbye bitch goodbye 2020 <laughs> never come back fuck you bye <laughs> bye you ugly hey. ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> i'm c tepper you can follow me on instagram at C-T-E-P-P-E-R and read my book, The State of Drag, where I interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world. All proceeds go to charity on Amazon.com. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DragTheMartyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, dick pics, send them to DragTheMartyr at gmail.com. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora. And catch up with past episodes on Work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. Artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you. (laughs) 